0: This is unfiltered, episode 191 for June 7th, 2016.
1: Hillary Clinton is the first woman ever to be the presumptive presidential nominee of a major American political party. Even before today's primaries in six states, CBS News estimates Clinton has enough delegates to clinch the Democratic nomination. It was eight years ago today that she conceded the 2008 Democratic race to Barack Obama
2: shatter that highest hardest glass ceiling this time thanks to you it's got about 18 million cracks in it
1: she went on to say that next time it would be easier
3: And welcome to the Super Tuesday edition of Unfiltered, Jupiter Broadcasting's weekly show about the news you shouldn't be watching. This edition is very, I don't know, historical, if you will, uh, because on this edition, we're probably going to have the finale of the primary season, I'm Chase. There's Chris. Hey, Chris. Yo,
0: buddy. Yeah, at least as far as the media is concerned, and definitely the Hillary campaign. This and also Donald Trump. This is yeah. today marks the end of the primaries, and uh, it's been really something to watch the media all day long. I've been streaming it all day, and we're doing that live right now. We have uh, multiple network feeds coming into the studio. Right. They're just about to close the polls in New Jersey, where 126 delegates will be decided. Right. Network uh,
3: operations Center. we got all these screens everywhere. Yeah, we really do. It's yeah. pretty cool. It's crazy.
0: Uh, and uh, it's, it's interesting some of the trends that they've been discussing, some of the things that has been like – Beat into us over and over and over again. And one of those is that it looks very likely that uh, some bad news for Bernie came out recently, and that is that President Obama will be endorsing the dog soon.
4: Sanders has vowed to stay in the race until next month's Democratic National Convention, even as Hillary Clinton is on the verge of clinching the nomination. She soon may receive a very big endorsement. The New York Times is reporting that President Obama could formally endorse Clinton's candidacy as early as this week. Until now, the president has largely been silent about who he would support. So the, the
0: rumor is that's going to happen tomorrow. And so that, was sort of, that sort of cast a shadow on the day. The big superdelegate, as it were, right? Yeah, so Superdelegate number one. Yeah. Uh, and a l- lot of talk around that. A lot of talk around all of it. So that is what we're going into as we're just moments away from the first polls closing. We're going to watch this throughout the night. We ordered pizza, uh, so I have to keep one ear off. One ear out of my headphones, so I way I can hear I can hear if the uh, if the pizza's coming. But you know, the big story today is really uh, this story that broke last night.
5: It is a big day in the race for the White House. Let's take a look at the delegate board. You
6: see it right there. Hillary Clinton has won the delegate she needs to become the Democratic nominee. Chris, Chris. at the Democratic convention, they-
3: yeah, yeah. Uh, that chart's missing some information.
0: Uh well, I see everything's there. Two thousand three hundred and eighty-three delegates, Sanders, 1,000. uh votes needed to win, two thousand three hundred and eighty three. Uh, wait, wait, news. I thought I thought she had eighteen hundred delegates. Oh no, a super delegate's just included by default now. Yeah, wait, no. Wait, what? Today everybody's doing that. Yeah. We'll put her over the top, the first female nominee ever of a major party. And it was exactly eight years ago today oh, uh-huh. that Hillary Clinton withdrew from the race and endorsed Barack Obama. We- so uh big story, huge history. Historical story uh, by the AP, and I want to dig into that a little bit. But first, we gotta we gotta uh, just dip dip in on the first bit of live news from the networks. Let's uh, we're gonna spin the wheel here, and let's uh, let's just pick one of the one of the news networks. Here we go. Oh uh oh oh!
7: We got CNN coming in with an update. Are closed in New Jersey. Here we go. No, Wolf. Our yeah! first race alert of the night. Uh, right now, it's too early to call oh. for us to make any projection on the winner in New Jersey. We simply don't have enough of the votes uh, yet, but momentarily, the votes will be coming in. We'll get a sense. Uh. Is this a state that Hillary Clinton can win, you, can win decisively, wolf. or can Bernie Sanders you surprise a lot of people me. and win uh, in New Jersey? Uh, we'll see what happens in New Jersey. So uh. change your format. Change your format, then. You don't have to use the same
0: format you used for every single. See the tricky thing here is they don't have exit polls right in a lot of these. So uh we will check we will check back in with them uh, momentarily. All right. That's uh that's uh that's that's your uh, mainstream media there for your everybody.
3: And wolf you got me all hot and yeah, bothered yeah uh, i was i was ready to rock and you know i, I mean, thought that was going to be the uh, state's delegates
5: go, which are awarded proportionally to easily surpass the 2383 needed to clinch the democratic nomination also using but superdelegates there's a caveat.
8: now clinton's victory is based in part on superdelegates who do not technically vote for a nominee until the democratic national convention next month bernie sanders has vowed to stay in this race in hopes of convincing enough superdelegates to abandon Clinton and support him instead.
5: And that is really the question here. What happens with Bernie tonight? There's a little drama. We'll, drama. we'll be watching all the results in New Jersey, as well as the five other states, with contests tonight. And we'll be back here at 11 p.m. Eastern time when the polls close.
0: So I want to jump into a few things that have happened during the week right. that uh, I think Hillary's not going to have to worry about if things go the way they're going tonight. Uh, first of all, there's been a little bit of... Um, Hoopla around the whole State Department editing that I believe happened while Clinton was at the head of things. I want to start with that because as the former secretary of state, I think it's interesting to start there. And we will move more specifically into Hill Dog territory. Right. Uh, and I'm going to also press this button over here, Chase, if you're are that you ready. That makes the sound happen.
9: Now, that's what we call stories we do not think are getting enough attention. The In Barry this case, Lee. of course, it's literally someone at the State Department trying to bury something, hiding it from you. In this case, it was an acknowledgment by the Obama administration of having lied to reporters, a scrubbing of the public record, and it should outrage every American. The story begins in February 2013, when James Rosen, a reporter for Fox News, asked then State Department spokesperson Victoria Nuland if there had been direct, secret, bilateral talks with Iran. Which there was this at the time. This was her response.
10: With regard to the kind of thing that hey, you're Newland. talking about on a government-to-government level, no.
9: Now, flash forward months later, December 2013, Mr. Rosen pointed out to Newland's successor, Jen Saki, that senior State Department officials had, in fact, had direct secret bilateral talks with Iran, as Saki had previously acknowledged. So the State Department had lied to him and to you.
11: Is it the policy of the State Department, where the preservation of the secrecy of secret negotiations are concern, is concerned, to lie in order to achieve that goal?
0: Uh, James, I think... Uh, you know, I love that smile that she has when he uh, asks the question, that little smile that uh, crosses
11: Oh, why would you ask that question? ...concerned to lie in order to achieve that goal?
10: Uh, James, I think uh, there are times where diplomacy needs uh, privacy in order to progress.
11: Now,
9: the implication there... In other words, yeah, we have to lie. ...from Gensaki, sometimes governments deceive the press and, and deceive the, the, the press. public to achieve goals. Now, flash forward to earlier in May, when Rosen discovered that his exchange with Saki, in which she acknowledged the State Department lied to the public, that exchange had been edited out of the official video of that day's briefing. Uh It seemed obvious that something was afoot, but here is how State Department spokesperson Elizabeth Trudeau explained the missing video on May 10th of this year.
12: There was a glitch in the State Department video.
9: A glitch. A defect, a, a technical malfunction. Now that's
3: BS. And, and by the way, Jake, he's he is a high tech guy. He <laughs> is a, he's like not like a t- typical reporter yeah, type. He's not buying that. He he knows. He's like no,
9: no. Now, flash forward three weeks. He's got and an Here iPhone. is State Department spokesman <laughs> John Kirby. Monk. Just yesterday,
13: you learned that there was a deliberate uh,
5: request. What? That this wasn't a technical glitch. This was a deliberate request what? to
14: exercise video.
9: Wow. So, in fact, someone at the State Department asked an editor to go into this video already posted on the State Department website and remove several minutes of it.
0: And they did it with a flash cut, too. Not like a crossfade. They didn't, they didn't like switch to like a B-cam. They just did a flash cut
9: from wow. the archive. To recap, there was first a lie told to us about the secret talks between Iran and the Obama administration. We'll call that lie number one. Now, Jensaki acknowledged lie number one later that year, 2013. But then someone removed that acknowledgement from the official video. Let's refer to the scrubbing as lie number two. And then three weeks ago, we were lied to again with the whole glitch thing. We'll call that lie number three. Now. When asked who had made the request oh, yeah. to delete the video, line number two. You think, you'd think if, if you got this,
0: re- this request to delete this, to go online, grab a video that's already posted. You're going to know who did it. That seems like that would stand that's out. That's easy. Unless it happens all the time, that would stand out.
9: Mr. Kirby said that the editor only knew that the caller was passing on a request from the Public Affairs Bureau. Jen Psaki is now at the White House. She has vociferously denied any knowledge of the edit. And when asked why the editor complied with the request, this was what Mr. Kirby had to say.
5: There were no rules governing this sort of action in the past. Uh, So, again, I I find no reason to to press forward uh, with a more, more deeper investigation. Isn't that something?
9: There are so many questions about all three of these lies, including whether the initial lie had anything to do with the administration pushed narrative of the Iran deal sold to the public that this mm-hmm. all came about in large part because Hassan Rouhani, supposedly some sort of moderate, was elected president of Iran in June two thousand thirteen after line number one, which denied the talks were going on.
0: So yeah, it was really it was really because they lied about the talks to begin with, that's why they had to cover it up. And it's interesting that they, they had the foresight really to go out and cut that out. Wow. So now while we're still at the State Department You know, the Saudis have been getting a lot of bad press recently. We've been covering some of it, especially when it comes to the 9-11 28 pages. I love this story. This this story is about the Clinton Foundation working with the Saudis at the same time that the State Department's working with the Saudis.
15: Ahead of the California primary, Bernie Sanders is hitting Hillary Clinton with her husband's foundation, saying that he has a problem with Bill Clinton's foundation accepting money from foreign governments, oftentimes dictatorships, and authoritarian regimes... While his wife was sitting in as secretary of state, Manila Chan has our story tonight.
12: One quick search through the Clinton Foundation's website and you'll find yourself a long list of donors ranging from the average Joe donating just $250 or less all the way north of $25 million and everywhere in between. But look a little closer and you'll see donations from governments and heads of state from authoritarian regime nations with longstanding human rights abuses. Hmm.
0: By the way, first results are coming in on the New York Times for New Jersey.
12: Countries like Saudi Arabia, who donated between half a million to a million dollars to the Clinton Foundation just weeks before she was sworn in, found themselves with huge arms deals with the Clinton State Department. The Saudis were able to purchase advanced fighter jets from Boeing, a deal worth nearly $30 billion. The Gulf Nation donated nearly $10 million to the foundation leading up to Clinton taking the job as secretary of state.
3: No coincidence. No.
12: Other nations include Kuwait, the United Arab Emirates, Oman, Qatar, and Algeria, just to name a few. Clinton is now facing allegations of pay-to-play, some saying that it may be a little too coincidental that at least 20 nations or leaders of them gave large sums to the Clinton Foundation and then later saw huge arms deals to their country.
0: Just 20 coincidences, that's all. Just 20 coincidences. It's not a big deal, I, Chris. I feel like once the uh, once the general election really fully begins, which is basically tomorrow, um, as far as the mainstream media is concerned, I, I feel like that is so ripe for attack. The, the attack surface on the Clinton Foundation is ridiculous. And then while we're still on this topic, let's discuss that email investigation.
16: Well, there's some new information about the investigation into Hillary Clinton's emails and her private server. You know, the former Secretary of State facing continued questions on the Sunday Public Affairs programs yesterday about the Inspector General's report that found she did, in fact, according to that report, break State Department rules. Oh. Well, now it seems some unusual legal tactics in the FBI's investigation could, we are told, create some new complications. Chief Intelligence Correspondent Catherine Herridge is live in Washington on that. So, I always love what Catherine. What comes is this in. all about?
10: Well, thank you, Eric, and good morning. Four of the central players in the FBI investigation are represented by the same lawyer, and what what legal experts, including a former U.S. attorney, say is highly unusual and may present a conflict of interest.
0: So they have figured out a way for all of the witnesses to collaborate and share the same story using... Legitimate legal, the legitimate legal means of the system. The so-called common defense allows
10: defendants to share the same lawyer. And
0: I talked over it, so I'm going to common defense. I'm going to play it against so you. Can hear because this is great. This is how this is how this is. This, yeah. yeah, they're going to be able to keep their story the same. This so-called
10: common defense allows defendants to share the same lawyer, and critics say share information, and possibly coordinate their stories. In this case, Clinton's former chief of staff Cheryl Mills, policy advisor Jake Sullivan, Clinton gatekeeper for the media Philippe Ryanus. As well as Heather Samuelson, who decided which emails to destroy and which emails to share with the State Department. Right? IE yeah. Chase is like looking at me like, this is unbelievable. They all share the same attorney.
0: <laughs> Each of those. Who do you supposed to pay for that attorney? Um, potential <laughs>
3: targets or subjects of the investigation get to share information across that same attorney and, quite frankly, get their story uh, to sync up and understand what other people know uh, of the situation.
17: Wow.
10: Whitaker's group has also filed a Freedom of Information lawsuit to get the emails of Dennis Chang, who was Mrs. Clinton's deputy chief of protocol. Only a handful of his emails were released by the State Department, and he was considered a point person between the State Department and the Clinton Foundation. On the Sunday talk shows, Mrs. Clinton dismissed the independent findings of the State Department's inspector general that her email practices broke the rules and violated the law to keep government records.
2: I uh, thought that the uh, report actually uh, made it clear that uh, the practice I used uh, was used by other secretaries. Hmm. Everybody in the department knew that that I was emailing from a personal address. Hundreds of people knew it. People around the government knew it.
10: Also, as early as today, Clinton IT specialist Brian Pagliano may file a copy with the court of his immunity deal with the Justice Department as part of the Freedom of Information Action lawsuit by Judicial Watch. As you recall, Eric, he took the fifth on Capitol Hill, and he now intends to take the fifth in this civil case. Eric?
16: Well, that investigation seems to be really ramping up. Catherine, Mm -hmm. thanks. So here's where we're at, Chase,
0: is the investigation uh, is, of course, once Hillary cinches the nomination, as is the phrase everybody's using, cinches, uh, that investigations going nowhere, nowhere. And now I want to talk about how this has all gone down, because we're on the precipice of it right now. We're watching the networks yep, right now. They're yeah. all serious, they're talking about what a historic moment this Trump is. Trump already won New Jersey, yep. by the way. According to MSNBC, Trump has won New Jersey, and I'm also seeing that on, uh, on the New York Times by a landslide. Uh, and right now, Hillary's pulling ahead for New Jersey, too. We'll get to that in just a moment. But where we're at right now, and, and remember how this all came out before this big day, before the voters they got, you know, got their clothes on, got their pants on, and decided to put the energy into going out, all of this news came out and it, about Hillary essentially cinching the, the delegates required based on the AP doing a secretive, anonymous survey of superdelegates. That's I have right. All, I have all this linked in the show notes. Yep. Um, and based on their survey, they arbitrarily determined, even though there was no vote held yesterday, that, that Hillary Clinton has cinched the nomination. Immediately following this announcement by the AP, the Hillary Clinton campaign sent out an email saying, well, this just happened, and I have a graphic of the screenshot of the AP article. Right. I'm going to play this for you. This was something that came off of Stardust on Twitter, this okay. is, and she posted this video.
18: All right, so I got this email from Hillary Clinton's campaign, and as I scroll down and I look at this, if I go to... Copy image address. Great idea. And then I go and I paste that here. Look at the file the name. title of this graphic is Secret Win Version Two Six Four Sixteen. It's dated the fourth of June. <laughs> the file name is Secret Win Version Two PNG. You tell me this shit was not planned. Omg! Omg!
19: Omg!
0: That was collusion by the AP and the Hillary Clinton Wait campaign. Wait a minute, and it just
18: happened to come Wait out
3: on the
0: anniversary of when she uh, when Wait she stepped a down. Minute. What? What? What?
3: Now that is highly subjective, because what if that it's a troll, on a graphic designer troll? You can make anything, right? What if it's just trying to throw you know a little little twist, a little conspiracy into it? I mean, we don't know that. Yeah, that is very I'll tell you what, subjective. That sounds though.
0: less likely than the Clinton campaign working with the AP. <laughs> one of the largest establishment mainstream media outlets working with one of the most esta- one of the largest established politicians. That seems that seems very likely to me. I don't know. I, that that is some it, serious. I'm crap. just saying
3: it's possible. I, I, I'm just saying
0: there's always it a way. set the tone for the discussion all day long. It uh, like we were saying in the pre-show. You remember when Ted Cruz's campaign put out the word that Ben Carson was going back home to reevaluate things? Right. It was it was extremely inappropriate. It was considered a scandal. Ted Cruz had crossed a line. Now here, all day long, in unison, the mainstream media is highlighting the superdelegate numbers right. in the count. All day long, they're talking about how Barry and Bernie had a phone call on Sunday, right. saying that Bernie yeah. better be prepared because Barry's going to back Hill Dog. And then we have this announcement. Oh, it's a historic moment. We're already talking. About how we've broken the glass ceiling. That clip I played at the intro has been played a million times all day. On the right, yeah. the the narrative could not be better for Hillary today. I had to play another angle on this. No, first. I appreciate. It. I just think yeah. I think that's. I'm going to play it again. I'm going to play this again. All
18: right. So I got this email from Hillary Clinton's campaign, and as I scroll down and I look at this, if I go to copy image address, and then I go. And I paste that here. The title of this graphic is Secret Win Version 2 6416.png. Uh, I just.
0: So.
3: <sighs> I just. I, here's, here's. I know a little bit about this stuff. So. Sure, sure. Can you back up the, the video just a little yeah, bit? Where to? Where to? Uh, to we see more of the tweet.
0: Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, where she has a screenshot there. That's the. That's a screenshot of the. Uh, uh, AP see, tweet. She
3: doesn't have it. She doesn't show the bottom of the tweet. Because that tweet would
0: show how many – the full picture of that tweet would show how many retweets. Yeah. W- I'm thinking if you knew this was going to happen, you could screenshot that right away. It's the rest of the graphic that was already created. They were ready to go.
3: Right. like So the outline was ready to go, yeah. but, but they put the tweet in it. Right. Okay. As a template. Because they knew this was coming down the pipe. Right. But they didn't know what the tweet was, so they just left it open until yeah, yeah. I see. Okay. All right.
0: All right. Fair enough. Okay. I think that's how you do it, right? Yeah. I think that's how you do that's it. That's true. Uh, fascinating. Just who knows? Who knows? But it's with that context, we look now at where the race is at today. And uh, you never know. You never know. But it's, it is interesting. Yeah, maybe version one, maybe Rekai's right. Maybe version one was, hey, congratulations. No. I mean, I just can't go going other way. <laughs> really, I can't. It is, it's really something. But why call it secret win?
17: <laughs> I, I, well, uh,
0: because you were secretly collaborating with the freaking I, AP. I, I, well, because that's or why. Or it could be a, a very good troll. You're secretly collaborating with the AP. You're right. It, it, would be, it would be one of the greats. If it's a troll, it's one of the greats. Uh, let's dip in. So one of the things that's interesting watching is how the media covers a big event like this. And that's what's going on right now. The mainstream media is, is trying to kill Whoa. time. Yeah, I know. It's getting contested. So let's go in because this is interesting. This is them trying to kill time right now.
15: Doing this. So if if we all remember good. Judge Bork, he was a racist, right? Ted Kennedy. He said the, Brown versus
13: Board of T- Education was Ted wrongly Ted. decided. So but, yes, but
20: Jeffrey, right. you, are, you are interpreting comments made by Donald Trump. Trump without oh, any evidence him. that that is what Donald Trump actually was referencing you're you're sort of come up he with this elaborate right
21: uh, the, no. the, Trump university yes
20: no question right but no no what he was referencing was that this guy's mexican i'm building a wall that's he's all an he PN said what Trump, mexican, you're, you're reading him. into it and sort of projecting all Let's these things Cooper. Onto it.
5: I, I am saying that we have had an, a long history here in recent decades of the, the way, none of which anyway. Donald Trump
20: has ever mentioned. No, I, 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 so I, does Donald right, Trump right, even but, know that, what you're talking about? I'm not sure he does. He's I, never talked sure, about it. Well,
0: sure, I'm really impressed that Cooper's even this, just playing devil's advocate or, here. Yeah.
5: With this particular yeah, again, judge.
20: You have no that makes evidence. it way more interesting. That's what Donald Trump meant. You, you, all you can go on is what Donald Trump actually said, and he made no reference but, to anything but, you are. But what
5: he's to. saying is the guy has a political conflict of interest. That's what I want to respond to. Yeah. I uncork this, and I would like to try and. Ex- I uncork this.
17: <laughs> I oh. unpopped the bottle,
5: <laughs> and that's where I tune out.
0: <laughs> right there, uh, that's interesting. So it's it's fascinating to see how they're trying to kill time uh, because they got a lot of it to kill. Uh, and every Fox News show is uh, doing their big piece on it right now. The O'Reilly Factor is covering um, the uh, – well, actually, I think they're covering some of the email scandal.
4: Trump feels aggrieved. We all yeah, know that. Right. All right? No. That was a two clip say- from I'll
0: tell you what, Chase. This is just, this is super interesting to watch this coverage go down, to see them sort of project some of this stuff. Do you want to just take a detour for a moment and Please. play something from the cyber world?
3: Yeah. Well, we usually start every show with the cyber. Right. I miss the cyber. We got to do a little we cyber. We need to do
0: some cyber. Disclaimer – Maybe 60% of the reason this clip is in the show today Is just to give us a little levity So be prepared All right, uh, it, uh, it is, it's, it's really sort of a humor piece But it's worth watching
2: Now we go live to our New York studio To discuss this further with media and legal analyst Lionel of Lionel Media Now Lionel, what is the essential legal theory That excludes location data from the warrant requirements?
22: What's happening right now is I want everybody to understand This is what happens when courts play mumbo jumbo with logic and with the law. And think back to Justice Scalia, who was the originalist, who always asked, What do the drafters of the Constitution, what would they have wanted? What would James Madison write about GPS? Now, here it is basically this when you have your cell phone, when you talk into it and use it as a phone, The court is pretty clear that it cannot intercept your actual testimony, your actual conversations, the words. It may apply to texting as well. But as you know, part of your phone has this GPS locator part where you are always looking for a signal. So what the courts in their infinite wisdom are saying is that because you are letting your carrier and the world know where you are, To use your phone, you have no expectation of privacy as to your location. I say balderdash. There's a rule that I've coined called Lionel's Law that says the law always lags behind technology. Oh, that's your law. Ashley, the question that you and our viewers should be asking themselves is simply this. What is your reasonable expectation. Wow, how about
0: this guy? Here, let's tune in to MSNBC, who's uh, coming back from a break.
16: ...evening for this night, considering what we believe is about to happen for Hillary Clinton and the speech she's going to give, for the Republican uh, presumed nominee to be dominating the news coverage for another news cycle is nothing short of remarkable. Uh, The moderator of Meet the Press and our political director, Chuck Todd, uh, can weigh in on what Mitch McConnell just said about Donald Trump. Chuck?
15: Well, let's test our producers in the control room. I think we have a clip yet another question he was asked. And a a producer in my ear says we have it. Then if we have it, I hope we have this clip. Okay, I'm told Smooth. we
0: don't have it. <laughs> oh, that's rough, man. Uh,
17: I will you need your clips. Use
15: in, the other ear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will I will read it instead. I think it's time for him to look like a serious candidate for president, which means that you need to think before you speak. You need to apologize when you make a mistake and get on script. He's running for the most important job in the country, some would argue, in the world, and I think there's a certain threshold of credibility that needs get to on be script. met. This could be a winnable race. Americans do, I think, want something different. That's why he got the nomination, but I think it's time for him to start acting like a serious presidential candidate. This is Mitch McConnell that just said this, who, as we all know, is a very careful and cautious guy when it comes to party politics. He doesn't like... Did he say get on he, message? He's not I it
0: was script? Well he's, well, he's supposed to
15: reading the quote. Wow. He wouldn't be doing this on his own if he doesn't have a whole bunch of Senate Republicans essentially about to revolt on him if he doesn't start basically saying more things like this.
0: So I want to talk about uh Paul Ryan for a moment if we can because this is a really fascinating thing. So Paul Ryan, I've always I've always thought this whole oh I don't want the job. Oh fine, I'll take the job. Speaker of the House. Oh, I don't want to be president even though he ran. Like I've never really bided it. But Paul Ryan is really now in a tough spot because like le- like literally, the day after Paul Ryan finally comes out and endorses uh, Trump, he—he's playing this beautifully. I think. Oh really? Okay.
3: I
13: disavow these requirements. I regret those comments that he made. I don't think uh, claiming a person can't do the job because of their race is sort of like the textbook definition of a racist comment. I think that should be absolutely disavowed. It's absolutely unacceptable. But do I believe that Hillary Clinton is the answer? No, I do not. Do I believe that Hillary Clinton is going to be the answer to solving these problems? I do not. I believe that we have more... Con-
0: Is he literally saying, well, yeah, he's a racist, but he's better than Hillary?
13: ...common ground on the policy issues of the day, and we have more likelihood of getting our policies enacted no, with him than we do with No, I don't think do he's saying her. that either. I, I think
3: what he's doing... <laughs> ah, listen. This this might be a little far-fetched, but I think he's putting a little bit of an asterisk out there saying, well, look, you know, if if Trump's going to continue down this road... You know, we might need to put someone else in that place.
0: No, he's not saying that.
3: You Listen. don't think so? This
13: is sort of like the textbook definition of a racist comment.
0: So it's a de- textbook definition of a racist comment. Racist. That's a racist thing to say, i.e. Right. Trump is a racist. Yeah.
13: I think that should be absolutely disavowed. It's absolutely unacceptable.
0: So it's disgusting comments. It's just a
13: horrible. But do I believe that Hillary Clinton is the answer? No, I do not.
3: Wow. But he's not saying, though, that he forgives him. He's, he's not saying, you know, we should stick with Trump. He he's he just, not he's
0: also not withdrawing his endorsement.
3: Right, right. he's deflect he's kind of just deflected it a little bit right there.
0: I think he I think this exposes I think this whole Trump thing has exposed Paul Ryan as a straight up politician. He now has the unsavory duty of having to endorse somebody who he doesn't like. And he you can see in his face he doesn't like this situation. And it's 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 ironic that they're in this position really. Right. I, I, don't, I don't I don't, read that at all. I, I
13: don't... Do I believe that Hillary Clinton is going know, to be Chase. the answer to solving these problems? I do not. I believe that we have more common ground on the policy issues of the day and we have more likelihood of getting our policies enacted.
0: Kind of sounds like he's saying that, well, that's okay, then we'll just be branded as the uh, as the racist party.
13: With him than we do with her. But I do absolutely disavow those comments. I think they're wrong. I don't think they're right-headed. And, and the thinking behind it is something I don't even personally relate to. But at the end of the day... This is about ideas. This is about moving our agenda forward. Oh. That's why we're moving the way we're moving.
0: Oh, okay. So the party might be more important than the country. Is that what he's saying? And, of course, I'm not the only one who thinks this. I, Mika
13: Brzezinski. I didn't know the guy at all uh, before he got the nomination. Talking about Trump Quite here. frankly, I didn't expect the nomination to be clinched uh, until June 7th at the earliest. Uh, so This
0: was yesterday with Paul Ryan. Uh, and, of course, here's MSNBC's talking about this right now as we're covering this
16: very story. New York Daily News, they've done a superb job this cycle of... I'm with Racist. See, they're talking about this right now. Day ...based on political Ryan results Berger. the night before. Uh, Katie Turr is, uh, uh, covers Donald Trump, as you may know, and... So let's go back now to uh, this interview
13: with uh, Paul Ryan. I never had the time uh, to put the time into talking with oh. uh, Donald about just the country, about principles and policies. It's very clear to me uh, that Hillary Clinton is in no certain way going to be advancing our principles and policies. She's, she's promising another Obama term. Uh, and it's also become clear to me through my conversations that Donald Trump's somebody I know uh, is comfortable with these principles and these, and, and these general policies. And it's basically coming to that conclusion, which you can't do over the phone one time. It, it takes a little time to make sure you have a comfort level with these things.
19: Oh, okay. That's a good way of putting it. Yet another Republican, a top Republican, goes down for no reason, with no actual information on what it is that really convinced him. Just good conversation. He seems
11: super psyched.
19: (laughs) He seems super psyched. Let me yeah, read totally the Washington Post. <laughs> Mr. Ryan, Paul Ryan, Paul Ryan. Think about this: the guy who I think most our great think hope, yes, is the Republicans' great hope, is an honest, good principle. He's a politician. Principled man of character. The Washington Post says this on Thursday: Mr. Ryan capitulated to ugliness. It was a sad day for the Speaker, for his party, wow. and for all Americans who hoped that some Republican leaders would have the fortitude to put principle over partisanship, job security, or the forlorn fantasy that Mr. Trump will advance a traditional GOP agenda. This is so sad.
0: Wow. Wow. You see how this wow, is getting spun? Indeed. Yeah. yeah. This is uh, this is damaging to the Republican Party, I think, in some ways. Um, although Obama is not doing us any favors on uh, the other side. So I'd say both sides are sort of...
3: Well, I mean, do you think, Chris, I mean, since, you know, Trump and Hillary are longtime friends, that, you know, maybe Trump is just trying to
0: possibly... What am I? Am I smelling conspiracy bacon? Yeah. You know, there was a little bit on the pizza mm-hmm. there. Yeah. This is just from down the street, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is yeah. some local uh, pizza bacon. Uh, you know, Chase... It's interesting because – because honestly, I've been thinking about this
3: for a while. I told you this earlier today in our, in our chats that, you know, he got in the race maybe to kind of, I don't know, stir things up. And maybe he never just dis- thought that in his wildest dreams, excuse me, that he would actually become the nominee, right? And he became the nominee. And now since he's the nominee – He's like, well, what else can I do to make it worse for me and my party,
0: right? Or his... No, I think here's what it he is. You don't think so? I think... I mean, okay, are we are, are we going full bacon mode? I, we, we just had some bacon, so I think
3: we have to go full bacon here.
0: Now, I'm not saying this is true. I'm not saying this is my belief. I'm saying this yeah. would be an entertaining idea to, to uh, just think about for it. a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What if uh, it's true that the Clintons and the Trumps go back a little bit? And what if, what if, by some means... Somebody from the Hillary camp gave him the nudge that he needs. What if, they, what if they painted Donald Trump and they said, this guy is a narcissist who will do anything to promote his own brand. He's got brand recognition amongst the U.S. population. And he's, at the end of the day, he's going to be easy for Hillary to beat. Hmm. What if we give this guy a nudge? I don't know. Maybe that's what happened. Then again, maybe not. Um, but where we're left at now, is with this FBI email investigation, it's not going to go anywhere. With her being the, the presumptive nominee for the Democratic Party and Obama coming out tomorrow to back her, it's not going anywhere. It's going to die. They, the establishment will do anything on the Democratic side to prevent Donald Trump from getting the election, including letting Hillary get away with whatever she needs to get away with, whatever it is that she get, she did. And if you think about it, there were people... It would have been great to run against Hillary, that just opted not to run. The, the first one that comes to my mind is David Petraeus. But we took care of that years ago. Oh, we got rid of he had him. An affair, yeah. So we got rid of him, even though he was being groomed to run for president. We got rid of him. And so now she's up against Trump. Well, the American people, I think, for the most part, are more center than anything else. When you bring everybody in in total, and those the center is going to vote for Hillary. The center left is going to vote for Hillary. And I think that will be all it takes to get hillary in the in office and there's no way the democrats are going to blow that so by trump now being the the nominee for the republicans it sort of saved her from these troubles
3: so if obviously with trump being the nominee
0: why in the hell would he continue to talk this way what would what would cause him i think he to is, do this? i think he's a narcissist i think he's a blowhard um and i you know i've i've worked I've worked with people in the past who uh, talk about how great they are constantly and how good they are and how everything's going to go well. And that it's almost like they only can foresee a scenario where things go positive for them, and they were unable to maybe think a few steps ahead and see how something could go bad. And and it was just the way they looked at life. And if they had to lie a little bit and pretend that maybe they're their own publicist to make a, to make a connection, they would have no problem doing that. Right. They would say things like, yeah, the Mexicans are going to love me because I'm going to create jobs. Uh, it's, it's, it, is, it is a deep, systemic narcissism. That I think he has. I think most politicians have it. I'm sure Hillary has it, too. Yeah, so, I
3: mean, why is he more blatant about it than
0: anybody else? Because it's gotten him this far. And every step of the way, it's reinforced his life philosophy. I don't need a campaign staff. I'll go directly to the people. My instincts have gotten me this far. My name has gotten me this far. My business skills have gotten me this far. I'm great. I don't need that stuff. I think it's an arrogance. And it might not be a wrong one, but I think it makes him a hard candidate to fight against. And, of course, the mainstream media just doesn't know what to do with him. I, and I think Hillary couldn't be happier that it's Trump. Oh, I bet. So you have totally. two camps right now. You have anybody but but Trump. Hold your nose and vote for Hillary because it's got to be anybody but Trump. That's that's a common meme. And then the new meme, that's not super new, but the one I'm seeing repeated a lot on on media now is, well, I come from the ABC camp, anybody but Clinton. <laughs> yeah, and that's the new that's the new one that I'm hearing a lot of. I come from the ABC camp of things. I don't know, yeah okay, so like I was saying obama 's not doing anybody any favors either. Did you catch this uh, slam you tried to do on Donald Trump, and it just kind of falls flat.
6: If we turn against each other based on divisions of race or religion. Yeah if we by the
0: way he's not using the teleprompter i don't know if you noticed uh this was a this was this was an off the cuff speech if
6: we if we fall for you know we don't talk about very
0: often that the current leader of the united states of america has a stutter that's not something we mention a lot
6: if we if we fall for you know a bunch of doke. What? what
15: Okey-doke. Just
6: because, it, it, you know, it it, uh, you know it, it it, sounds funny or the tweets are provocative, yeah. then we're not going to build on the progress that we've started. Okie doke, Chase.
0: You got, you got your okie doke in there. So, yeah, I don't know how much Hillary really wants him out campaigning for. Now, the thing, the story I think, and maybe because Trump has made everybody talk about this judge, maybe we're not talking about this, but I think the bigger gaffe Trump made we should be getting way more coverage, way more coverage.
1: We had a case where we had an African-American guy who was a fan of mine.
0: Did you hear about this? Yeah. Great
1: fan. Great guy. In fact, I want to find out what's going on with him. You know what I'm, uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. <laughs> look,
0: at, look at my African-American over here. Oh my
1: Gosh. Great fan. Great guy. In fact, I want to find out what's going on with him. You know what I'm. Oh, uh, look at my African American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? Do you know what I'm talking about? Okay. So we have an African American guy at one of the rallies a month ago.
0: You notice how his sign is askew? Yeah.
17: It's
1: this
0: little- whole thing makes him look crazy. Uh, and and it, what, it, what it comes across as is the man is sitting there with a stream of consciousness rambling on, and what comes honestly to his mind is, look at my token African-American over there. That's what it comes across as, is look at the token black guy. And this is his just direct stream of con- conscience, and I think that's more damning than any of this yeah, judge. Yeah, that's
3: not great, no.
0: Because his whole point with the judge thing is is sort of a, a narrative stealer. That's where, but this, that's legitimately like, look at my African-American over there. <laughs> look at this guy.
14: That doesn't that seem—
0: That guy
3: that's over there, he's, he's here for me that's uh, what's going on with him
1: you know what i'm oh uh, look at my african-american over here
0: <laughs> yeah, that's just not a good thing to say and he's pointing at the guy too oh that's uh yeah so uh-huh. Interesting week for Trump, for sure. Everybody's talking about Trump. Uh, here's a little bit of uh, him walking back those judge comments, by the
8: Presumptive Republican way. nominee Donald Trump is trying to change his tone after complaining for days that a Mexican-American judge is biased against him. A long list of Republican leaders strongly criticized Trump for suggesting the judge is unfair because of his heritage. Major Garrett is here with Trump's reaction to the critics his own party major good morning
23: good morning donald trump knows what he wants to do and say but hardly anyone else attached to his campaign is on the same page they love this now trump's instincts have brought him this far but as this racially charged debate over a federal judge illustrates neither trump nor anyone attached to what passes for a campaign infrastructure is as tactical or as nimble as a general election campaign demands
1: I don't care if the judge is Mexican or not. I'm going to do great with the Mexican people because I
23: provide jobs. In a stark reversal, Donald Trump said the Mexican heritage of a federal judge handling a class action lawsuit against Trump University was of no consequence. Oh, Mexican or not Mexican. I want him to be just all I want him to do is give me a fair shake. But it was Trump who first brought up Indiana-born Justice Gonzalo Curiel's race.
1: I have a judge who is a hater of Donald Trump, a hater. He's a hater. What happens is the judge, who happens to be, we believe, Mexican, which
23: is great, I think that's fine. Trump sharpened that judgment on Face the Nation. He's a member
1: of a a, uh, club or society, very strongly pro-Mexican, which is all fine. But I say he's got bias. I want to build a wall. I'm going to build a wall.
23: President Ronald Reagan's son Michael wrote on Twitter that his father would likely not support Trump's nomination. And Senator Lindsey Graham called the remarks un-American, adding, there will come a time when the love of country will trump hatred of Hillary.
0: I think he's right. And it's kind of a good word, use of words there, isn't it? Wow. Um, the Ronald Reagan thing, that's like, oh, my dad wouldn't do that. I hate that stuff. But this, Lindsey Graham saying there will come a time when the love of a country will trump hatred of Hillary, I think he's nailed it. And I think hes he's trying to tell people – Back away, back away, back away. Senator
23: Lindsey Graham called the remarks un-American, adding there'll come a time when the love of country will trump hatred of Hillary. Former rival Senator Marco Rubio also condemned the comment.
20: I don't think it reflects well on the Republican Party. I don't think it reflects well on us as a nation. And I'm not a sore loser.
23: Maine Senator Susan <laughs> Collins, who has not yet endorsed Trump, said the party leader should apologize.
2: It indicates a fundamental disrespect for the judicial system.
23: One potential vice presidential candidate, former House Speaker Newt Gingrich, took a hard line. Once you go down that road, you destroy America. But after Trump softened his tone... Gingrich followed.
0: So why don't we tune in on CNN over there, Chase? What do you think? Do you want to bring them up? Because it looks like they're covering uh, around his campaign right now, or will he ignore it? So we're about to find out. We'll be right back. Oh, okay. Lower third says there <laughs> that Clinton has early lead. And yeah, so right one, now,
3: 1%, 56 Clinton, yeah. 43 Sanders. Exactly.
0: Yep, 56.8 Clinton, 43.2 Sanders with uh, 1% reporting in. Trump sitting at 82.1, uh, so yeah. And again, 126 delegates at stake. Interesting. Uh, Next up is uh, North Dakota, I believe. Let's finish this clip up. It's almost done.
5: Well, I thought he did a very good job of narrowing down his complaint, which I think, by the way, if you look at the record, is totally legitimate. Oh.
23: After all this incoming fire from fellow Republicans, Trump held a conference call with supporters and urged them to come to his defense over Trump University in a related development. I
0: actually think this might be Trump's plan is instead of instead of having a huge bureaucracy underneath him for his campaign, just reach out to established Republicans and say, hey, this is what I want you to say. Here's a conference call. Let's sync up. Now you go out there and be my voices for me, because legitimately that's what the campaign's going to have to call on anyways. So I don't know. That's uh, a fascinating story. Now, I got one story left. It's about how Trump got on Twitter, but I'll leave that in the sink if you guys are curious about that because I don't know. It it doesn't really seem to to appeal to me. So I'm checking in on the networks right now. So CNN is on break. It looks like Fox News is on break right now, and MSNBC is on break. They all take breaks at the same time. They generally do. Not always, but they generally do, yeah. (laughs) I've been scanning through all of this. They they really bring out their A team. To me, it seems like CNN has the most – tight coverage at times and then the most disorganized coverage in between the heights so the peaks of tonight and the past elections cnn seems to be the best cover of right uh, and then after the peaks i think it goes to msnbc and fox and i, I think they have better filler coverage and then and then cnn comes back because the cnn multi-panel stuff has generally just been crap i kind of liked anderson getting in there a little more I well at least anderson he's
3: trying to stay neutral right he's he's trying to look at both sides of the equation i I mean, maybe that's why CBS has him on 60 Minutes. I mean, who knows? Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Anderson,
0: he's a, he's he's not a he's not a CIA plant at all. He's no, totally, no, no, yeah, totally, he's totally not. No, no, of he's, course not. He's 100% legit, yeah. of course. Yeah, for uh, All right, well, we'll continue on the news as we wait here for a little bit. I'll, I'll continue. So you, why don't you watch CNN there? I'll watch Fox for a bit, and then we'll put MSNBC on the back burner for a little bit. Uh, and I want to shift gears then, and uh, let's talk about that terrorism. You ready to talk about terrorism? Talk about terror? Yeah. So just as a reminder, we covered the uh, the State Department, uh, leading parts of the
1: Iran deal. Fox News alert now. A stunning admission from President Obama's State Department. It now says it deliberately edited out several minutes of vital
15: footage from a 2013, <laughs> 2013 briefing after it first called it a...
1: Glitch. All right.
0: So we just talked about that story. And uh, this next clip sort of continues on that storyline. It's getting uh, a little bit of heat from Congress. Jason
15: Chaffetz, he is the chairman of the House Oversight Committee. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. What do you make of that uh, David French story where,
11: yeah, I'm not the guy to take on. Donald Trump. I come from the ABC of politics, which is anybody but Clinton, so I want to get united and I want to win in November, and that means making sure that Hillary Clinton is not the next president of the United States.
1: All right, let's talk about something else that got your attention last week, the huge story that James Rosen's question was edited out of the video record at the State Department. Where are you going with this? What was your reaction to it? We, you know, I thought it was, uh, the whole thing was pretty outrageous.
11: Well, it started with Ben Rhodes, who admitted that basically they had um, snookered the American people into believing that this Iranian deal was what it was supposed to be. And then you go back, and there's a whitewashing now. They've gone back, and they've literally uh, took out eight minutes of video from a James Rosen question. And then we found another thing. Uh, the ABC News uh, found a clip where, it, where there was actually a question uh, by a Fox News reporter where they asked definitively if they they had ever lied about the Iranian deal and they said no Kevin now that's been extracted from the record it's becoming more than just a coincidence I think it's now a pattern
12: so what is the oversight committee now demanding
11: so we're gonna today later invite the secretary Kerry he's the he's the uh, he's the cabinet uh, level person who should come testify before Congress and the Oversight Committee and try to explain this. we got Uh a whole bunch of questions about Iran because we don't know the details of what happened there. And now that they're altering the record after Ben Rhodes admitted that they snookered the American people, there's a lot of questions about the Iranian deal that need to be answered.
15: Yeah, but you know what's going to
7: happen. They're going to come and they're going to say, you know, it's just a glitch.
11: (laughs) It's just a glitch.
0: (laughs) Nice. All right. I'm tuning in over here
7: presidential nominee. will have live coverage of the both of, of those speeches coming up, starting right at the top of the hour. And we'll be right by. back for that. Let's get a key race alert oh, in New Jersey. Right now, the Democratic presidential primary, two uh, percent of the vote is in Hillary Clinton, maintaining a very impressive lead, 57.7 percent mm-hmm. to Bernie Sanders, 42.3 uh, percent. You can see she's up by almost twenty five hundred votes so far. Once again, only two percent of the precincts closed very early in New Jersey. Hillary Clinton coming out of the gate with uh, a strong lead. Let's go over to John King. Take a closer look at New Jersey let's go to the right now. This is a state. Uh, Do you remember how important was New Jersey to well Sanders? Well,
24: yeah, not. Sanders no. He was, he was honestly contest. going for California. So he bro, he had a chance to win the five that are out to the west, and he said he was hoping for a good performance in what he called a very tough contest in New Jersey. Only a two percent wolf. So let's wait and see more votes come in. But fifty-seven to forty-three. You just saw a little few more votes come in here. The only thing significant as you look at the map, again, you don't place a bet on 2% of the results. Uh, but in every county that has reported some votes so far, Hillary Clinton is in the lead. That includes when you come in right here in Hudson County, which has, includes Jersey City, just across uh, from the New York metropolitan area. Uh, she's winning 62% of the vote there. But again, very, very early there, uh, 0% of the expected vote. And then you move up here into Passaic County, again, Some You could could call this extended New York suburbs, if you will. A little shy of 6% of the state population. She's winning very big there, but again, very early on. Uh, We don't have anything yet from Essex County, which is Newark. Uh, Her friend, Corey Booker, uh, promises to help her turn out the vote in Newark, including the African-American vote. You move to the western part of the state here, bordering Pennsylvania. Small Warren County, she's winning early on, but again, it's a couple hundred votes counted in. Uh, So you can't draw any conclusions based on this, except if you're in the Clinton campaign, you at least know the early vote is starting to come in your way. 12% here in Gloucester County, as you see that come up, she's winning 56-43 there. Uh, So if you're looking at this in the Clinton campaign, you're very happy with what you see early on. This tracks what you're expecting out of New Jersey. This is, of all the states tonight, this is a very difficult one for Senator Sanders. The question then comes, you know, what happens in the end, assuming she's still on top? What does he get for delegates moving forward? But if you take the baseline number that to catch her and pledge delegates, he has to win 71 percent of the remaining delegates. Uh, then, you know, that's obviously not an encouraging number hmm. early on to roughly you know, you can't do it just by statewide vote. But to get 71 percent of the delegates, he's going to have to be above 70 percent of the statewide vote. And the early results suggest New Jersey shapes up. If that's your metric tonight, is not a good start. But we're only at three percent. Let's see where we go.
7: And you've heard Donald Trump say several times in the general election he thinks he could beat Hillary Clinton in New Jersey.
24: Yeah, he said that in California too, uh, that he thinks he can beat her in California. And look, look, Donald Trump has defied just about every rule of politics.
0: All right, so I'll stop there when they get to the superficial uh, Donald Trump coverage, and I want to, <laughs> you
24: know, he just gets yeah. it just gets
0: tired after. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. It's it, they
5: always say the same thing. We'll, we'll jump over to Trump. What Trump's uh, going
0: to speak in about uh, fifteen minutes. Yeah, we'll see what Fox has to say right now as they get ready for that
5: and then tries to do something to tip the hat at the Sanders people, whether it is with her number two p- position on VP or something. With oh, yeah. The so they're talking about what's going to happen to Sanders. Uh, we'll have to see.
4: I think this Sherrod Brown is a is a player in the VP sweepstakes, The very liberal Ohio senator.
5: I think so, too. <laughs> Actually, I think it's, he's <laughs> probably the closest <laughs> uh, to ideologically. Yes. Somebody that uh, both could help with the demographics in, in Ohio, but also... Uh, the progressive side of the party.
4: Yeah, you don't get too much more left than uh, the senator from Ohio. Okay, so have fun out there. Uh, Bill we'll seems see a little you tired. at eleven.
5: Right, eleven, you're going to come on with the California numbers and everything. Eleven an Eastern. I will with Miss Megan, and we'll cover it. Uh, we'll have all the states and a complete wrap up. We've got a lot of special guests, and uh, should be a good show. All right, should right. be Thanks great
4: a lot. show. We'll be watching the Hillary Clinton interview
23: tomorrow. Oh, right. got Phil McGurk on deck.
5: So there you go. Uh, I wonder, a
0: lot of speculation about what's gonna happen to Sanders. Wonder, I wonder if uh, if we'll actually have any word on the next few days.
14: Yeah, Anderson, Donald Trump likes to provide his own previews on Twitter, and so he's doing that once again tonight. He's saying, I will be speaking about our great journey to the Republican nomination at 9 p.m. The movement toward a country that wins again continues. <sighs> of course, as we were talking about earlier, a number of Republicans, both inside and outside of his campaign, are hoping his speech will go a little bit further than that. We'll talk a little bit more about the contrast voters are facing in the general election between Donald Trump and Trump hillary clinton and that he'll begin to sort of crystallize his case against her but anderson if you think that people here have been impacted at all by the rough couple of days for donald trump that is not the sense at this event on the other side of a door to my left supporters of donald trump his family members are in there they're sipping champagne they're sipping cocktails Sounds nice. they're listening to party music so there is certainly a jovial atmosphere
0: well there you go do you want to uh, do a sod there and maybe tune into uh, MSNBC I will, for definitely. a moment I to see team. what's going on uh, on the other network. That sounds nice, sitting back there behind the stage, sipping on cocktails. Looks like content. they're at uh, commercial, right? Okay. Then I will do a little news coverage for you. Uh, we'll go back to the clips. I wanted to do a little uh, another terrorism update. It's a category we tend to follow here on this show, and this one is a little update on what the hell's going on with ISIS. I haven't heard a lot of propaganda about them recently, so here we go.
22: again with ISIS, and they're now ruthlessly hunting down their own. Apparently, there's a panicked hunt for spies within the group after the killing of one of its top commanders, and they've already slaughtered dozens of their own suspected of acting as moles. Others have disappeared into prison, and even more have run away, scared that they could be next. ISIS has even laid out several bodies of suspected spies in public to warn others.
0: Watch out. Watch out. ISIS is coming for you if you're an ISIS spy. Especially if you have a white Toyota pickup truck. Mm. And a little OPEC news from Bloomberg here. To understand why, we need to go all the way back to
14: 1973.
0: You know, I'm going to leave this to the viewer at home, but they claim that OPEC is going to die of a self-inflicted wound, and they have the coverage in there, but it's... You know, I feel like it's going to get us pulled down. So I okay, got Fair I, enough. You know, you got to pull the lug, you got to pull the plug on this. P- uh, speaking of pulling the plug on things,
15: A new twist emerging in the U.S. water crisis saga that began more than two years ago in the small city of Flint, in Michigan. We've been reporting on how its citizens have had to put up with contaminated tap water in all that time, but now it seems the crisis may be spreading to dozens of other American cities too. Caleb Open has the story.
14: It's been revealed that in a number of instances, government officials have been caught fudging water test results in order to cover up possible contamination. Among the cities caught cheating on their water safety inspections was the Metropolitan Center of Philadelphia. To
15: add insult to injury, the city of Philadelphia has actively concealed this issue by
14: rigging its lead testing procedures. And it gets worse. When the Guardian newspaper filed a Freedom of Information request for 88 cities in eastern Mississippi, it was discovered that 33 of them were intentionally falsifying water test results. Uh In 21 cities, water pipes were pre-flushed in order to make sure the results looked better. In seven cities, decaying and rusty aerators were removed for the same reason. And in 23 cities, testers intentionally kept water Pressure low, again to twist the data. After Flint, the U.S. government went into a public relations overdrive.
6: Can can I get some water?
14: Yeah, we covered that.
6: Come on up
0: there. Obama. You're going to miss him in a minute.
6: Here's Come
0: on. All right, so MSNBC's back. Should we see what they're covering? Uh, they're getting ready for the, the next polls, polls closing here in about 10.
16: In New Mexico, North Dakota, South Dakota, 9 p.m. Eastern time, uh, just under 10 minutes away. Uh, we already have New Jersey in the works here tonight, and we have a special guest waiting to talk to us. Democratic California four-term Senator Barbara Boxer is with hey! us from... Hey, Barbara, oh, Senator, welcome to you. Oh, and if we stick with the theme that oh, Hillary Clinton is the presumptive yeah, uh, nominee of the Democratic Party, and if we all agree that Bernie Sanders has energized the uh, the left and mobilized. Millions of people this year, and that he is in no hurry to change his status as an actor. to candidate. lay off the keyboard. How would you advise these two to come together as one?
2: I think we go back to 2008 in a very tight race Hillary Clinton versus Barack Obama. And Hillary Clinton was very close Whoa. to Barack Obama. She's yelling. It was a way closer race than this one. And she did the right thing at the right moment when it was right for her. And she embraced his candidacy and walked through, you know, the convention hand in hand and into November and even went to work uh, for him. And her heart was broken. Look, I know. I- Do
0: you uh, have you followed the jobs report? Speaking of Obama. Uh, not lately. I Think but unemployment uh, official number is now down to 4.7 percent.
3: Yeah, but it's not the real unemployment number, and yeah. it does. We we've talked about this at nauseam. or it doesn't count. And Obama is the first to
18: say, "Hey, look, some jobs never coming back." You may have noticed following this election, Donald Trump came to Indiana and talked a lot about what happened with the carrier corporation this and, is a question and to Obama. shipping their jobs out of state. Here's someone who worked for Carrier, and he has a question for you.
1: How you doing, Mr. President? How are you? you- my name is Eric Cottenham, and I'm representing the Steelworkers' Union, mm-hmm. local 1999, and I'm trying to find out what do we have left as far as um, all of our jobs are leaving Indianapolis, right? And um, I see here you're doing a lot of things, but in Indianapolis, there's nothing there for us. I mean, what's next? I mean, what can we look forward to in the future as far as jobs, employment, whatever, because all of our jobs is left or in the process of leaving, sir?
6: Well, he, in fact, We've seen more manufacturing jobs created since I've been president than any time since the 1990s. That's just what he wanted to hear. That's a fact. Uh, and, you know, if you look at just the auto industry as an example, they've had record sales and they've hired favorite. back more people uh, over the last five years uh, than they had for a very long, long time. Because their unions gave more money. and make so make more stuff have a bigger manufacturing base today than uh, we've had in most of our history. The problems have been, part of the problems have had to do with jobs going overseas. And this is one of the reasons why I've been trying to negotiate trade deals to raise wages and environmental standards in other countries so that they're not undercutting us. But frankly, part of it's had to do with automation. You go into an auto factory today that used to have 10,000 people, and now they've got 1,000 people making the same number of cars or more. And so what that means is even though we're making the same amount of stuff in our manufacturing sector, we're employing fewer people. Now, the good news is that there are entire new industries that are starting to pop up And you're actually seeing some manufacturers coming back to the United States because they're starting to realize, you know what, energy prices are lower here, workers are better here, this is our biggest market. I don't buy this part at all. And so even though we offshored and went someplace else before, now it turns out we're better off going ahead and manufacturing here.
0: Not a lot of businesses are going to invest in infrastructure and all of the stuff that it takes to support staff and an operation overseas and then just arbitrarily decide to come back. It's sort of once that ship has sailed. And that's
6: not me saying that. That's Tim Cook saying that. But for those folks who've lost their job right now like you. because a plant went down to Mexico. Like 20% you know, of you. that isn't going to make you feel better. And so what we have to do is to make sure that folks are trained for the jobs that are coming in now because some of those jobs of the past are just not going to come back. Oh! And when somebody says... Hope and change. Like the person you just mentioned, who I'm not going to advertise for, that he's going to bring all these jobs back. Well, how exactly are you going to do that? What are you going to do? There's There's no answer to it. He just says, "Well, I'm going. I'm going to negotiate a better deal." Well, how? What? How exactly are you going to negotiate that? What magic wand do you have? And usually, the answer is, he doesn't have an answer. Hmm. So, what I've tried to do, what my administration's tried to do, is let's grow those manufacturing sectors, like clean energy, uh, like. Some of these new technologies that are coming up.
0: Carbon tax. Uh, I find that speech to be sort of honest. I mean, I don't really disagree with anything you said there. It's essentially true. I think automation has probably gotten rid of some of those jobs. Oh, absolutely. You can blame the robots to a certain degree. Yeah. Just like electricity got rid of a ton of jobs and so did the steam engine. All of those things. Poll updates in New Jersey,
3: by the way, now almost a 20-point lead for Hillary. Yeah,
0: with 7% reporting, which is, you know, they're they're just going to call it soon at this point. Uh, it's funny. So I'm looking over at Chase's CNN feed uh, and uh, it's, they're still doing that whole debate thing. They're still just fighting the whole time, which is I don't know who they're appealing to with this.
8: If he says, I want to unite. I'm going to yes. be more pre- presidential yes, than
19: he does stuff like this. He doesn't want to unite. Why would he
15: just uniting the party? That's step one. Then he needs to reach outside the party.
17: Right.
15: President
19: reach Reagan, who outside. you start
15: we
0: keep referring to. He got 37 percent of the Hispanic vote. <laughs> he said, and I quote, Hispanics are
4: Republicans, they just don't know it yet. Right. He signed amnesty, not, not right. the punishments that Republicans right.
20: now call right. amnesty that President Bushed Obama. He reached out. He was all about inclusion. And so far, Donald Trump, especially with these hateful comments about Judge Curiel,
0: is about exclusion and subtraction. He is driving people away, even some of the most committed. Isn't it amazing how that's dominated the entire conversation, is the judge comments? It was, I mean, it really. Well, it's, it's a fresh comment.
17: I know, but
3: it's,
0: it's, it's until the next sound bite. The timing, the way, the way Trump nails the news cycles every single time is—it's not, it can't be a coincidence at this point. It has oh, to be. Intentional. No, he wants
3: people to talk about him, especially yeah. going yeah. into the general.
0: Billy, uh, Billy O'Reilly is talking about that right now. I think. Let me, uh, let me uh, tune in over here to uh, Mr. O'Reilly.
4: I said tune in Why, on mute. Make decisions based on political beliefs. You must also believe in the tooth fairy. Dr. Cheryl Reed, Bowling Green, Kentucky. Bill, your analysis of Muhammad Ali's legacy was the I best don't. I've heard. A pithy picture of the I a love that. I love man. how Bill O'Reilly... Peter uh, Mazzagati... Reads emails to compliment him. ...as a proud Italian. I was offended by the water's world on the Jersey Shore. Last time I watched Bill O'Reilly, he read, e- he
0: read emails from people that talked about how they bought subscription on Bill O'Reilly's website and how great it was. And that was the
4: emails that he talked about how it would be a great Father's oh, Day man. gift. Uh, so good. Oh, look, he's talking about his own book now. It, but I believe the president... Would have. So do I, Lawrence. Lorraine and Bob Sharples, Haynes City, Florida. We were surprised when our kids gave us tickets see O'Reilly and Miller in Atlanta as gifts for Mother's and Father's Days. Well, I hope you <laughs> like-
17: See how he's always flicking. Oh,
4: wow, <laughs> look at you, buddy. Isn't he something? The three in Atlanta, Denver, and Biloxi. They'll sell out soon. Well, he can sign the day before Father's Day, June 18th. That show is going to be a blast. This guy. And finally tonight, the fact of tip of the day. Medical science making great strides in keeping people alive who have cancer. Cures are close. Recently, the chairman of Oracle, Larry Ellison, donated $200 million to the University of Southern California for cancer research. Mr. Ellison, one of those vilified by Bernie Sanders and the socialist cadre. But he is a patriot, $200 hundred million—wow! Many lives could be saved. Factor tip of the day.
0: <laughs> I love this. It's almost so great to watch. It's really something. He's in his element.
4: Also, we would like you to spout off about the less fact than a minute and the polls the will world? be closing really now, Chris,
3: before the polls close here we uh, we've seen CNN before the polls closed. They said it was too close to call. Yeah. So, yeah, so they, Wolf you, is
0: already standing in front of the countdown right so do now. You, do you think <laughs> that they're going to call
3: it in New Mexico and South Dakota? I'm really curious to see what they do here. Uh, I think what they're oh, going to do. I'm sorry, both Dakotas.
0: They're, they yeah. just added it the second Dakota. They did. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, I think what they're going to do is they're going to they'll do a key race update, and it's going to be too close uh, to call. No, no, they're going to do New br- Jersey. Br-
3: brought to you by Audi.
0: They'll do a key race. Uh, key race. They're going to do one on these states too. I don't. I don't. Gonna, they'll say too soon to call. I think. Really? I'm not sure. This is really. This is – they're really working their staff for this. I mean this is really –
9: I'm working it now, man. He talks about how he is able to give these extemporaneous speeches, uh, whereas he criticizes others, uh, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton and more, for reading from teleprompters. But they are rolling out teleprompters for him this evening. So among his – I would say campaign handlers, although nobody handles Donald Trump. There is a hope among uh, some people on this.
0: So I'm going to just turn up the Fox for a second. The
8: general election is set. Here's Fox. Barring any dramatic developments in a campaign unlike any we have ever seen before, businessman Donald Trump will square off against former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton this fall. Businessman. And what can only be described as a groundbreaking God, she and is historic so- contest. Welcome to the Kelly File, everyone. I'm Megan Kelly, reporting live tonight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She was cheer for me.
0: Look at
3: One that of
8: shot. The six states wow. holding elections today. Good production. At any moment, we expect Donald Trump to take to the lectern at the Trump National Golf Club in Briarcliff Manor, New York, to discuss <laughs> yeah, his it. campaign. Watch. As yeah. soon as he begins speaking, we will bring it to you live. <sighs> but first, here's a look at how the candidates have fared thus far. At this hour, we have a few results for you. The polls closed first in New Jersey, and right now, Fox News can project, as expected, Donald Trump has won there. On the Democratic side, yes, he, you know he, nobody else was running I like against Meghan. it, so I mean, there wasn't a lot of drama. Listen to her. There wasn't uh, on no the Democratic drama. side, and hold on, Fox News can now project that former Secretary of State. Hillary Clinton will win New Jersey Democratic oh. presidential primary. Oh. Yes, beating Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders. There you go. Uh, based on the early vote returns, so that's big. Hillary Clinton has won New Jersey, and we are projecting it. As we mentioned at the top of the show, she has now become the first woman in history to top the ticket of a major political party. That is historic. Uh, that's a good way to get Jill Stein out. Secretary Clinton's victory based in part on the support of superdelegates, or as I like to call them, superdelegates.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
17: so she's an
3: elephant. Wow, she's Clinton. feeling good, she's good today. today. Yeah. DC, yeah. She's looking Bernie good. Sanders she doesn't look Sanders fake. We will <laughs> to
8: fight her <laughs> until the convention. So far, all signs are yes. We'll continue to watch the remaining races tonight in New Mexico, South Dakota, North Dakota, Montana, and California, and we will bring you those results as we get them. In the meantime, we have a huge show for you tonight, complete with experts. <laughs> us. Chris oh, Stirewalt is nice. with me here in San Diego. Oh. Plus, Frank Luntz oh. and his focus group are here with me right now, that was and not we've got good. many other surprises in store for
23: you. Uh-oh. The focus group. But as
8: we await Donald Trump, we begin our coverage with our chief political correspondent, campaign Carl Cameron, who is reporting from Briarcliff Manor, New York. Carl.
16: Hi, Megan, and we're expected to see Mr. Trump come out in just a matter of moments. And now, well, the If you go to the is, CNN
3: feed, does, sure. keep that audio up if you can. I don't know if you can. Yeah, yeah. You could see him talking the oh, yeah. in the, the top right Republican corner of the, of, the of the CNN feed. Of the CNN feed.
24: Yeah, you can Hillary there in the good corner. Yeah. yeah,
3: he's right up there. there. The Democratic
17: Party.
24: <laughs> But
3: for the last week and a half, Donald
16: Trump has been roiled in a controversy of his own making in his defense of himself, given the Trump University case and criticism of the judge who has been overseeing that. Today, Donald
3: we are awaiting Trump, Trump to
0: soundbites.
16: Essentially, relitigating. Oh, stand
3: by for a CNN, CNN projection, Chris.
7: All right, we'll switch over but to CNNV. Are you ready, Jay? Bring it up. Call it a projection, uh, Jake. Uh, right now, CNN can project that Hillary Clinton will win yeah! the New Jersey Democratic presidential <laughs> <laughs> primary. This is the first uh, of six. Is that because cause cause that Fox? <laughs> Fox <laughs>
3: and, uh, is that why? Because they projected. Yeah, the yeah. yeah, that's how it works.
7: So far, the actual votes that have been tallied, Hillary Clinton will win New Jersey. This is the first contest. Tonight, uh, other contests, the polls have just closed in three other states. Oh, <laughs> uh, too, too early, early to too early, too early. New Mexico, <laughs> North Dakota, and South Dakota. We'll wait for some uh, actual numbers to come in, then we'll see where we can go from Real there. Real numbers. Right now, too early to call New Mexico, North wait, Dakota. Wait, wait, and- you mean
0: actual votes? Yeah, yeah. You mean yeah. not
3: like projected superdelegate votes?
0: Right. Let's, uh, uh, okay. let's flip over to M S N B C. Let's see what they're. So don't forget to yeah, kill Wolf's audio feed there so oh, that we yeah, don't double up. But right, yeah. Uh,
16: yeah. Yeah. we like to double up on the we audio. We don't
0: want double Wolf. We don't want to see let me know when you're ready there and I'll pots
16: her up. I like go for it. Uh, yeah. uh, GOP operative, a member of the Bush White House staff, a senior advisor to uh, McCain Palin, and someone who's been listening to our coverage all evening long, especially where it pertains to Donald Trump and a preview of tonight's remarks. Steve uh uh, uh, your reaction.
21: Well, there's some great lessons in California. That remarkable fact that you're likely to see two Democrats in a general election because of the rules of the California <coughs> primary. Yeah. This was a Republican state, Ronald Reagan's home state, Richard Nixon's home state, reliably elected Republican governors. In early 2017, the Republican Party is on track to become smaller than the decline to state party. And that is the result of the alienation of Hispanic voters going back to 1994, the infamous Proposition 187 election, where a population that had reliably voted for Republicans over 40% was turned off by a race-baiting television ad campaign, and it changed forever the complexity of politics in California. I, I we're
0: starting to get some good numbers in for uh, South Dakota right now.
21: ...coming out of California nationally, and trends, whether for good or for bad, Looks like Clinton California
0: is ahead finish. in South Dakota by uh, 54.2, Sanders 45.8 with 10% of the votes in, and uh, Trump has won South Dakota.
21: One of the larger interest groups in the state, but no longer has any capacity to win elections, which is the case in California, that shouldn't be lost as we get ready to hear from the presumptive Republican nominee tonight.
0: All right, so... Um, this is uh, it's funny. It's funny to watch the different coverage here. Be, uh, decide to see what they what they choose to focus on. It's like uh, if I was uh, like a sports commentator, I feel like I could be like a, like the same thing for media. Like I just, well, I guess that's kind of what we do, isn't it? Yeah. Like looking back here, it's uh, notice the notice the technique here, Chase, with this shot here where they have the multi. Oh wait, wait, uh, Trump
3: third. is uh, on the on the podium right now, uh, over on my feed at least. But all
0: right, well,
21: be interesting to
0: see. Let's see here. We'll we'll pull it up. You ready? I'm going to switch over there because that seems like a good.
21: For intellectually serious well, still talking, good people, serious politicians to be in, Steve. and so we're going to try to shut him up. Donald he's like, shut Trump try to rehabilitate Steve, his image because he's in big trouble. Steve, shut All up! All
16: right, we're going to uh, listen to Donald Trump by way of telling you we have a little news here. In Jersey, uh, <laughs> oh my the God! In the Democratic Party. <laughs> Let's go to wow. Donald Trump's remarks oh at gosh. a country club north of New York City. You got to give it to Absolutely Brian for being smooth, possible. though. Wow! You know what that is. We're only getting
1: started, and Sounds it's going to be beautiful. Remember that. All right. Tonight, we close one chapter in history, and we begin another. Our campaign received more primary votes than any GOP campaign in history. No matter who it is, no matter who they are, we received more votes. This is <laughs> great feeling. That's a great feeling. This is not a testament to me, but a testament to all of the people who believed real change, not Obama change, but real change is possible. You've given me the honor to lead the Republican Party to victory this fall. We're going to do it. We're going to do it, folks. We're going to do it. I understand the responsibility of carrying the mantle and I will never ever let you down. Too much work, too many people, blood, sweat and tears, never gonna let you down. I will make you proud of your party and our movement and that's go. what it is, as a movement. Yes. Now recent polls have shown that I'm beating Hillary Clinton <laughs> and with all of her many problems And the tremendous mistakes that she's made—and she has made tremendous mistakes—we expect our lead to continue to grow and grow substantially.
3: Of course you do. Oh yeah, you wouldn't be in the race if you didn't. That's how
1: that's how everything works. That's politics. To everyone who voted for me throughout this campaign, I want to thank you. I want to thank you very, very much. to those who voted for someone else in either party I'll work hard to earn your support and I will work very hard to earn that support to all of those Bernie Sanders voters who have been left out in the cold by a rigged system of superdelegates we welcome you with open arms wow the nuts on that one that is huge nuts and Hillary is supposedly not going to say that tonight and by the way, the terrible trade deals I doubt it now. that Bernie was so vehemently against, and he's right on that, will be taken care of far better than <coughs> anyone ever thought possible. And that's what I do. We are going to have fantastic trade deals. We're going to start making money and bringing it's be in great. jobs. It's going to be great. we going to have more jobs. It's going to be 100%. It's going to be amazing. Now, I know some people say I'm too much of a fighter. My preference is always peace, however. And I've shown that. I've shown that for a long time. I built an extraordinary business on relationships and deals that benefit all parties involved, always. My goal is always, again, to bring people together. But if I'm forced to fight for something I really care about, I will never, ever back down, and our country will never, ever back down. That's a great way to
0: cover that. That's a great way to cover that, really, to say, hey, you know, I'm going to do whatever it takes. And uh, sometimes that means I play dirty, but I'm more about, but when I'm not playing dirty, I'm a, I'm a people bringer together. Right, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a uniter, not wow. a divider. Wow, that is really something. That is really something. Well, Mr. Chase, I, Whart- I, I, by the way, I didn't even
3: call that he, he was going to bring in Bernie in this. I, I was, Wow.
0: So just looking back at some of the predictions we have made so far, Yeah, uh, I, I think ultimately my my OG prediction. Yeah, the Hillary's going to take it. Yeah, I think I think ultimately still plays out. All right. Uh, it's going to be a fascinating course. Now, we won't be doing these extensive live coverages of the events. This is a very uh, election-centric episode of the show. Well, this
3: is going to be one of the last ones, really, until yeah. the general and the debates yeah. and all
0: that we'll stuff. We'll just otherwise like, cycle it into the news and, you know, we'll yeah. cover it there. Uh, As things as things uh, sort of just dictate news cycle wise. Now, Mr. Chase, we're going to transition this moment in the show. Uh, So while Trump is speaking and while we're waiting for the next uh, big things to happen, uh, I'm going to let you get out of here so you can make it home uh, to dinner and I'm going to open up the phone lines in a bit, and we'll let the audience call in if they want to share thoughts. So Very good. We'll have that going here in a moment, and so what you're going to see is sort of a cut ahead in time coverage, so if you're watching the recorded version of the show, the show's going to continue on. It's just going to jump ahead to more uh, newsworthy events right. as they occur. Uh, so, yeah. Because this is honestly going to go on all night. <laughs> yeah, so, and really, there's no point in covering the entire thing, but I do want to get a couple yeah, of the best absolutely. moments in for you tonight, so uh, that's, that's what's going to happen at, at the wave of a magic wand
3: like like just like that poof yeah. and i'm and i'm out of here
0: and then uh next week we'll be getting back to the regular show format and uh we'll be uh, we'll bring the new, we'll bring in the new segment where mr chase is reaching into his mail sack that's
3: right oh by the way i i, I wanted to mention that right away patrons that are at the 33 level yeah buddy you will be seeing a post shortly after episode 191 uh, you know posts as well yeah and it will be only visible to those at the 33 level or above okay and uh, there'll be a secret email address if you don't want to post your message public. If you just want to send it to me, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you guys a secret address that you guys will use to email.
0: See, I think I had like a, I had like a, I had like a like a like a little bump I wanted to use for the segment. I you mean, got a week. First, oh, I thought, OMG, yeah, OMG, yeah, OMG. that's always a good one, right? <laughs> okay, Megan. But no, yeah, no, I, I was kind of thinking, I was, I kind of like this one for like. Uh, now it's time to dig in to chase a sack. Oh. Oh, dig in, everybody. Let's see what Chase found. Mm. A little feedback morsel. Yeah, a little lice. You what? like that? What? So I like <laughs> <the> lice. Did, <laughs> do you like the bump? Back on track. Did you I like- don't know if I like the bump. Okay. All right. That's fine. That's fine. That's right. I already told the chat room. The chat room. <laughs> I'm getting a bump, voice. I already told the chat room they could All have, have the that bump anyways. All right. All right. Well, Mr. Well, well, Chase, have a great rest of your I, evening. I will.
3: You guys, hey, if you are in those states, by the way, in the U.S., and you have voted today, even though the AP and then, you know, what happened yesterday... Good for you on voting. And no matter if you like Trump or you like Clinton or you like third party or whatever, make sure that you are exercising your right. It's been great coverage, you guys. I'll see you guys next
0: week. Thank you, Mr. Chase. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. All right, we're fast forwarding in time. Uh, We've we've zipped ahead now about 50 minutes since you last were with us in the unfiltered time travel machine, waiting for Hillary Clinton to take the stage. We've got a live CNN feed here. We got MSNBC and all the other feeds up. At this moment in time, here I'll give you a little breaking news update. This is CNN breaking (laughs) news. (laughs) Got to do it over the top, right? Uh, it looks like North Dakota has gone to Sanders, but other than that, New Jersey, New Mexico, South Dakota have all gone to Clinton. Of course, Trump has won in all locations, too. Right now, the number you really need to know about are 58 delegates to Hillary, 47 to Bernie. So that's the word right now, as the media sort of fills time and waits to... Uh for Hillary to come on. We could only suspect that she's now rewriting her speech, possibly. Is,
20: the video, is this, they're only playing it tonight? Is this a, a video they're going to be running as, as commercials? Oh yeah,
0: they're going to show the video only one time, sure, yeah. Anderson,
20: this is very much likely going to be turned into commercials and turned into
1: web videos played for democratic functions and things, but this is definitely a soundtrack we'll be hearing and seeing of the campaign going forward. It's a way they believe that they can
0: reach out to some of these uh, And then I'm also bringing MSNBC we know, that the two
22: camps have Been talking. Robbie Mook, her campaign manager, has been talking with Jeff Weaver, but I'm told that they have not reached any kind of agreements, so they're not really substantive talks. You can hear the crowd getting ramped up. Yeah, you can. Just looking to see whether or not. Actually, they're watching us. To lay off a good number of his campaign staff. That's obviously not a good sign. And there is a sense of celebration, as you can hear. Hillary Clinton about to give a speech about her role in history. And, you know, the fact that they're at least talking the two camps, my sense is that there has to be some coming together because... Of yeah, it's going to
0: interesting to see how Sanders handles this. To to She's winning out. pretty well tonight. i remembering back to the fact that He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to handle this way in a way that feels genuine to his supporters for them to actually believe him. That's gonna be the really tricky thing, I think. Uh, and hopefully, hopefully, he manages to do that in a way that doesn't sort of disservice everybody who was passionate for him because there could be a lot of upset voters that way and that's kind of a bummer to see apparently
16: the crowd is going to listen to the anthem i just wanted to use this respite to say this is the lead from the new york times right now uh, rachel and i have just been looking at this piece senator bernie sanders plans to lay off at least half his campaign staff Wednesday as his battered presidential bid continues on despite Hillary Clinton's Uh being declared the presumptive Democratic nominee according to the two people Hmm. close to the campaign. We've discussed this. No matter what party, no matter what campaign, we've seen a lot of them die. There is a peculiar sadness um, that arrives at this time. It's tough. You're exhausted. Mm -hmm. You've poured your heart and soul into into it. Whether your name is Scott and uh, Here's what's going on at the,
0: uh, at the Hillary
17: They got
0: a weird feed on there, you hear that? There's multiple sources but, So that's what's happening right now At the uh, Hillary Clinton uh, booth uh, Not really a booth, is it? The stage, I guess
19: week from tonight Uh, but that this is a a winding down of the of the bernie sanders effort and one of the things we're going to be watching for tonight after hillary clinton's speech is bernie Sanders' speech it's going to be late tonight it's 1 a.m eastern time 10 p.m local time in california which
0: we'll just cover as a clip next week because i gotta go to bed before that
19: in terms of thinking about the end of this primary and the state of the democratic party is anything else uh, that we're going to see tonight Uh, hillary clinton is about to claim really her moment in the sun and uh her moment in history as the first woman to ever be nominated for president by either major party. Um, if you're a woman or a girl or if you're the, the parent or the uh, brother or the uncle or the, uh, or the father of She's a of a, of Hold a together, this Rachel. country, this is something that's going to change your country forever. I
16: have two of those categories. Uh, and speaking of women and girls, let's take a look at the New York Post cover for tomorrow, shall oh, we? Man. Thanks, New York Post. It's still possible in this city to have that Capra esque movie scene when you're walking home as late as we do, to have the bales of papers get thrown out of a truck to yeah. the newsstand next to you. And so, uh, for better or worse, New York is going to have one about uh, racism on the New York Post showing the Speaker of the House and Donald Trump. This is your other alternative.
17: Yes.
16: That is-
0: won't go over well at the Brooklyn. Those of you audio, York. it says the First Lady. So I'll go back over to the uh, Hillary uh, feed here. chairman's been speculating why the delay for hillary one speculation is that bernie sanders is going to walk out on stage first i don't think so i don't think that's what's going to happen
20: Clearly had some uh, audio issues that they, they uh, were working out there during that yeah they uh, sure did and they're going to be playing this video uh, beforehand again we will show it to you uh, just to give you a sense of where this campaign so
0: that's is. kind of embarrassing there they, were, they uh, i thought that was cnn having the audio issues but no it was actually the hillary campaign
20: we showed some of the video uh, earlier, but this is the first time we'll be seeing the entire uh, video. Uh, Hillary Clinton's psycho uh, like speech has been placed out on the uh, on the podium. The crowd there is clearly waiting for uh, for their candidate. Um, we're not sure how long she would be speaking. In some, in like, Donald Trump was relatively short uh, in his speech, but I, I imagine Hillary Clinton will probably be speaking for longer. She's
16: got a video.
10: Can you imagine, I mean, this is her big moment. You know, maybe 30 minutes or so.
0: So let's see, MSNBC, same shot. Just they're just they're getting sick and tired. Let's look at this, same exact shot from MSNBC. Well, the lights just went out. <laughs> I just went out.
16: All right, the house lights have been dimmed. Okay, is that on purpose? Indeed, oh, for the video. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought I thought about function. Uh, we have agreed to show this introductory film. Um, let's see We if have agreed to show this. To that.
0: We have agreed to show this introductory film. Very clunky.
16: The video's playing at the at the at the All event. Right. We're going this is what they're showing in the hall. We're going to roll this uh, film. Yeah, sure you are.
2: If America is going to lead, we need to learn from the women of the world who have blazed new paths. Think of the suffragists who gathered at Seneca Falls in 1848 until women could cast their vote. Those who think
14: that the women's liberation movement is a joke, may I disabuse
2: you of that notion. It is about equal opportunity. We are really talking about humanism.
10: The time had just come when I had been pushed as far as I could stand to be pushed.
22: I would have to know once and for all what rights I had as a human being. Mm -hmm. To
10: create a better world, it's about putting ourselves in the shoes of people who need a voice. I am part of the new.
2: Our women's rights and women's rights are human rights, once and for all. The match has been lit, and my fire burns bright. But I can't do this alone. Forward together. This is what democracy looks like.
17: Women
10: need to be represented.
22: Ginger.
18: To carry on the work that she and a whole generation of women did to give us rights, that's huge. I want to help give back. I've met so many
22: other transgender people. Their voices haven't always been heard, but I've told them our time
12: is coming. We're going to change the world together. And because I'm here, that has an impact on people like me who will come after So
2: let's learn from the wisdom of every mother and father who teaches their daughters, there is no limit on how big she can dream and how much she can achieve. I'm a little feminist growing up to help all women with equal rights. I hope you can be the first woman president of the whole United States. Dare to compete, Mrs. Clinton.
10: Dare to compete. Women
2: place in every way that I can. The dreams we share are worth fighting for. And I want to build an America that respects and embraces the potential of every last one of us.
16: 10.21 p.m. on the East Coast. A very, very anxious crowd. Heck of a production. She should have just watched... That's a hell of a video to leave, or to follow, I should say. ...full of political imagery from our recent history and our long-ago
0: history. <laughs> so each network was provided that video. Uh, I think CNN did a little bit of a job. I had MSNBC up. Uh, they seem to be a little bit behind the ball. Here's CNN. So again, they all are now just doing shots... Of the room waiting for Hillary uh, Because she's coming out And they've just been waiting for so long now Uh, they, uh, They expect her to start at the top of the hour It's now 7.22 right now So, they sort of ran out of filler. They didn't have the convenience that we did that we could do a little time warp effect. (laughs) So, I mean, we watched it live in real-time. In fact, for the supporters, I'm considering publishing the entire real-time live recording. I don't know, it might be four hours long, (laughs) but I think I might publish it. So you guys can watch the whole thing in real-time if you want. But uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm expecting it should be one of her better speeches. Just because they've worked on it for a bit The delay, obviously, to me, seems like it was in response to Trump That way she could work a few extra things in there They had that video put out to all of the networks They asked the networks to cue that video up At the same time they played it there Of course, now she's playing this music in the background It'll probably get me pulled down on YouTube Oh, jeez, oh, jeez OMG, OMG, OMG So, I'm going to... Look at her, well, she looks pretty happy there, doesn't she? And here's the, the CNN feed, different camera source A little bit darker uh, but I'll keep that as a backup in case MSC, MSNBC drops out. That's a that's a nice uh, outfit she's got going on there. Oh come on, Hillary, drop the music so I don't get taken off of YouTube. Chatroom is psyched. Where's Bill? I don't see Bill actually. Good question. Oh, there's Bill and Chelsea. There they are. They just walked out. Good catch, chatroom. You guys are on it. Special shout out to the chatroom for being on it tonight. I'm gonna mix. I'm gonna mix in some background noise. There we go. Robots. Hopefully, uh, that way that music doesn't get us pulled down on YouTube. Boy, she is just burning up network time right now. Every network in the world is broadcasting this at the moment. She's sure taking a lot of time to do that. Look at her. Look, she's she's pretty psyched. Oh, they still got the music playing. It kinda looks
17: like
0: a happy grandma. Oh, there you go, there's the music. I got my, uh, trying to make my uh, YouTube takedown. She doesn't. All right, get rid of the music. Get rid of the music so I can turn her up. (laughs) Oh, jeez, Hillary. This, after, after recording for four hours This is what's going to get my show pulled down It's her damn music as she walks out on stage forever oh. That's the ultimate troll That's the ultimate troll Trolled by Hillary Oh boy
2: Wonderful to be back
0: in Brooklyn I'm going to go back to CNN for a sec Oh, CNN still got the old feed That music, their audio is bad there It's messed up it may
2: be hard to see tonight But we are all I'm
0: going to go back there So listen to this, listen to this So the music stops immediately Now she's speaking But you can't hear her This is the delayed CNN feed No audio Listen to that
17: You have
2: taken with me And I am so Grateful to you It is
0: Wow that's embarrassing Okay back to the other feed
2: Tonight's Tonight's victory Is not about one person (laughs) It belongs to generations of women and men who struggled and sacrificed and made this moment possible. In our country, it started right here in New York, a place called Seneca Falls in 1848. When a small but determined group of women and men came together with the idea that women deserved equal rights, and they set it forth in something called the Declaration of Sentiments, and it was the first time in human history that that kind of declaration occurred. So we all owe so much to those who came before, and tonight belongs to all of you. volunteers, community leaders, the activists and organizers who supported our campaign in every state and territory. And thanks especially to our friends in New Jersey for such a result To your neighbors for making contributions. Your efforts have produced a strong majority of the popular vote, victories in a majority of the contests, and after tonight, a majority of pledged delegates. Hi-ya. who have taken the time to talk with me. I've learned a lot about you, and I've learned about those persistent problems and the unfinished promise of America that you are living with. So many of you feel like you're out there on your own, that no one has your back. Well, I do. I hear you. I will always have your back.
0: Hmm. Never gonna give you up, never gonna let you down.
2: I want
17: to congratulate Senator Sanders for the extraordinary campaign he has
2: run. He has spent his long career in public service, fighting for progressive causes and principles, and he's excited millions of voters, especially young people. And let there be no mistake, Senator Sanders, his campaign, and the vigorous debate that we've had about how to raise incomes, reduce inequality, increase upward mobility, have been very good for the Democratic Party and for America. This has been a hard-fought, deeply felt campaign. But whether you supported me or Senator Sanders Uh or one of the Republicans, we all need to keep working toward a better, fairer, stronger America. Now, I know it never feels good to put your heart into a cause or a candidate you believe in and to come up short. I know that feeling well.
0: Why are we cheering that exactly?
2: As we look ahead to the battle that awaits, let's remember all that unites us. We all want an economy with more opportunity and less inequality, where Wall Street can never wreck Main Street again. Oh, we yeah, I all sure you want a government oh, that go. listens to the people, not the power brokers, which means getting unaccountable money out of politics. And we all want a society... ...that is tolerant, inclusive, and fair. She's
0: playing towards some of the Sanders key points.
2: ...that America succeeds when more people share in our prosperity, when more people have a voice in our political system, when more people can contribute to their communities... We believe that cooperation is better than conflict. Unity is better than division. Empowerment is better than resentment. And bridges are better than walls.
0: I bet they were proud of that line. Bridges are better than walls. Use that one a few times.
2: It's a it's a simple powerful idea. We believe that we are stronger together. And the stakes in this election are high and the choice is clear. Donald Trump is temperamentally unfit to be president
0: and of- He's using her prime time now. This is prime, prime time. Everybody's broadcasting this. You couldn't buy this. You couldn't buy this. Well, I guess you
16: can.
2: He's not- just trying to build a wall between America and Mexico. He's trying to wall off Americans from each other. When he says, let's make America great again, that is code for let's take America backwards. To a time when opportunity and dignity were reserved for some, not all, promising his supporters an economy he cannot recreate. We, however, We want to write the next chapter in American greatness with a 21st century prosperity that lifts everyone who's been left out and left behind, including those who may not vote for us, but who deserve their chance to make a new beginning.
0: So now, really, uh, we're expecting Sanders later tonight, which I think we'll probably cover separately. uh, And I'll continue to monitor this for any particular interesting things. At this point, it would seem sort of irrelevant what happens in California, even though the polls won't even close for another half hour. It would seem at this point, who really decides? Does the campaign decide? Does the mainstream media decide? Who decides? Is Sanders really going to go all the way to the convention? Because that would seem to be, by the technical rules, that's where the decision is made. But all of the media, every single, every, all of them are on board with this. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure what happens now for Sanders.
2: It's clear that Donald Trump doesn't believe we are stronger together. He has abused his primary opponents and their families.
0: But if you look at the way this has gone down, the AP came out with their story. The Hillary campaign jumped on it. The narrative was set. All of the morning shows began, and from there it went on from then. And it was just Hillary's the, Hillary cinched it. Hillary cinched it. I don't know. I don't necessarily think that I have the answer. I just I think it's questions that are worth asking. Because as we look at this, to me, from where I'm sitting, it looks like the mainstream media decided It looks like the Hillary campaign worked with the AP. They coordinated on an announcement after anonymously surveying certain superdelegates. Really? Oh, we have links about all of the show notes, like I mentioned earlier in the show. Congratulations. It is absolutely, I should say, a historic moment. And to that, that is worth mentioning. Of course, I don't need to do that. They all are doing that for you. Thank you, everybody. I hope you've enjoyed this extremely long edition. We'll pick up any of the missing pieces and cover it in next week's episode. We'll be back on our regular time. Go to jupiterbroadcasting.com slash calendar on a Wednesday. Big thank you to producer Matt for getting us the clips this week. Working crazy, crazy, crazy double time to get this show ready on a Tuesday. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you right back here next week.
22: say, Balderdash!
2: 7, six, five, four,
0: three, two. Overtime! The sacred stone. Repsol 191. <laughs> Hello everybody, thank you to our patrons for making this episode possible Patreon.com slash unfilter We don't have a lot to cover today But, still got a little overtime for you You're my booze! I love you! I got you! We haven't talked about Ron Paul for a bit So I thought maybe we'd spend a little time Since we're doing that whole po- politics thing And we give uh, Mr. Ron Paul a little airtime.
19: Ron Paul of Texas. Very good to have you on board, sir. Uh, Thank you. Th- There is, I guess, a third-party option. I mean, is it worth talking about?
13: Well, I guess you're talking about the Libertarian Party, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. What do you think? Oh yeah, come on, what do you think? Well, I'm looking for a second party because I see the Republicans and Democrats and all the fight and scream at each other. Policies never change. The size and scope of the executive branch, which is a big concern for me, keeps growing no matter which candidate. And quite frankly, whether it's Hillary or or Trump, I think they believe in a strong executive and that's opposite of libertarianism. There
0: you go. I don't want to play the whole thing because, to be honest with you, their fan noise bugs me. I know that's a horrible reason, but I just can't... I got fans going right now cuz it's like 84 degrees in the studio and I'm feeling awful about it you guys. And I'm just a podcaster in Podunk, Arlington, Washington. That's MSNBC. They can't they can't figure that out. Sorry. I know I shouldn't do that. Okay, I got a funny story for you. I got a funny one. This is why you always want to have a parrot. This one right here.
10: It is a bizarre story. Good morning, Maria. A Michigan woman, Glenna Durham, is accused of murdering her husband in May of last year, and according to police reports, an African gray parrot may have heard Martin Durham plead with his shooter before he was fatally shot. The bird named Bud is now living with the victim's parents, and they say that he keeps repeating the phrase don't bleep and shoot. He's also shown in a video taken shortly after Durham's death saying that same phrase over and over. It's not clear if the bird's words can be admitted as evidence, but investigators suspect this was a botched murder-suicide plot. Glenna Durham was found with a gunshot wound to the head. She survived, but she denies any wrongdoing.
0: Yes, that just happened. So there you go. Depending on if you're the murderer, you might not want the parrot. I guess you should kill the parrot too. That's the lesson learned there. That's the lesson learned there. Now, when you talk about Zika, of course you gotta talk about the bottom line.
22: Welcome back. Fears of terrorism have many people changing their plans for the summer, their travel plans. European travel, for example, is down.
2: The State Department issuing a warning on traveling to the region this summer. And it is not just terrorism. There are worries over the long lines and the TSA. Uh, The Zika virus also weighing on Americans. Joining me right now is United Airlines CEO and President Oscar Munoz. Oscar, good to see you. Thank you so much for joining us. Can you characterize what you're seeing right now in terms of people wanting to travel?
13: Well, uh, uh, the bookings are down slightly Aww. below our normal but all our seasonal flights that we fly every year are all ready to go and we're booking uh, uh, people on there and so there is a little bit of a downturn but uh, you know the, the it sounds
0: like she's kind of leading the question there too she kind of led the question It didn't come quite, quite in with the punch that she wanted
13: terrorism aspect has dissipated to a uh, the concerns have dissipated a bit and that certainly contributed though to some of the softness
2: I guess after the Brussels attack uh, it really it really ran up, the nervousness there. But, you know, we just got an employment number out on Friday uh-huh. uh, and we see really weak job growth. It's a,
0: it's a totally legitimate unemployment number, too. So let's discuss it as if that's a, even a, a reasonable data
13: point.
2: We're seeing an economy that's really at a crawl.
13: Uh, there's, there's no question. As you know, GDP has shrunk almost by half since the start of the year. And so those are all the monitors we closely watch. But again, uh, we're still a little bit optimistic by starting all our seasonal flights that there still will be a great uh, good degree of leisure travel this summer.
12: Have you seen an there impact? There you go.
13: So of-
0: don't worry, Zika will not destroy the airline industry, despite the headlines you may be seeing. That's your lesson for the day, right there. Let's take a. We'll end it on a high note, right there. That actually wraps up this week's episode of the Unfilter Show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you to our supporters at Patreon.com/Unfilter. We're gonna get out of here. It's been a long show.